Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast, simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better, helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments. Here are your hosts, Josh Robb and Austin Wilson. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Invested Dads Podcast, the podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future. Today, we are going to be talking about lump sums, what they are, what to do with them, everything you need to know about them. And I should start off by saying, I think you should get any lumps checked by your doctor. So, Steph, if you're listening to this, yes. you should tell Josh this. Apparently. <laughs> so, Different lumps. Yes, exactly. So the question, the real question that we have today is, what? first of all, what is a lump sum? Yeah. So high level, a lump sum is just a chunk of money that's available to invest at one time. So if, for instance, we're talking 401k and you're adding money in every paycheck... That's not a lump sum because no. it's coming in over time. Those are small lumps. Yes. <laughs> but a lump sum is a big chunk of money that is saying, if I wanted to, I could put this money in all at once. I have it all available at one time. Exactly. So then the next question would be, yeah. how would one acquire a if, lump sum? Yeah, you win the lottery. That's one option. One a. Yep. If you don't choose the annuity option, then the lottery. Right. Winners. And that, yeah, you know, based but, on the statistics of lottery winners... You probably should. You probably actually. should. Yeah, as bad as it is growth-wise, you probably it's just so that bad. Out. So no, really. How how would yeah. someone get a lump sum? Yeah. So For, well, aside of one thing is you could get like life insurance. That's something. That's yeah. So to my an mind. inheritance, yeah. a life insurance, a chunk of money that shows up due to an event, so a death of someone where you're listed as sale a of a business, sale of a business, sale of a house. Yep. You get a lump sum. So any kind of transaction that results in a big chunk of money coming to you, also depending on how your company plan is set up, if you have a pension or something like that, they may offer you a lump sum option right. instead of a monthly payout. Yeah. And so there's a lot of ways where you could get a chunk of money, even something as simple as graduation. Ooh. Maybe you get a lot of checks in your graduation party and then you have a lump sum of money to do something with. So really just you acquiring a bunch of cash. Now what it is not is let's say I have an account and I want to move it somewhere else. If that account was already invested in the market yeah. and you're moving it just to a new advisor or somewhere else, that's not a lump sum from what we're talking about because it was already invested. Right. This is money that's coming in or new invested money coming in. So that's what we're referencing when we're talking about a lump sum. So suppose you yes. get this lump sum. Yep. This big bucket of Win money. The lottery. You're walking around and you find the end of the rainbow. You get the pot of gold. Ready that's to go. what you can invest. Yep. What are your options with yeah. what you would do with that lump sum? Yeah. Yeah. Three choices. Three? Do, Ooh, do nothing. That is, do nothing. There is a third choice. Yes. You're do right. nothing. Do nothing. Which then the end of this episode and it's over. That's it. It's kind of pointless. So option one, do nothing. I yes. watch inflation eat your money away. Yep. Two, you could get it invested right away. Put it all in the market. Right or away. Invest whatever you're doing, you know, investing wise. Yep. Or the third one, and we've talked about this in past episodes, is what's called dollar cost averaging, which is just the same as the 401k I just talked about yep. is over a set period of time, consistently put money in until you're done. Yeah. And so let's say I have... On a plan. You make a plan. I have $10,000 and for 10 months, I put $1,000 in. Yep. Dollar cost average over that time frame. Absolutely. Yeah. That's an example. All so, in at once or spread it out over time. Okay. So I'm going to take us a break real quick. Yeah. Or we're going to do a dad joke of the week early. Yep. And then we're going to talk some into stuff. some fun stuff. Yeah. So here's my dad joke of the week. Ready. I hope you get this. Why... Does Norway's Navy have barcodes on their ships? Norway's Navy have barcodes on their ships. I do not know. It's to Scandinavian. Scandinavian. <laughs> I like it. 
So it. that's the dad joke of the week nice. brought to you by r slash dad jokes on Reddit. Reddit. Love it. So we're back to really the nuts and bolts of what this, yes. what this entails. What well, we run into a lot as advisors. Here's the question, right? Yes. The question is, well, Mr. Advisor, Mr. Josh Robb, why don't you just put it to work at the exact right time? Yep. Find a big market dip for me, and I'm going to be much better off. Yep. Right? That is what everyone yep. wants. And even people who may have been dollar-cost averaging at their employer their whole life and seen the long-term results of adding money in consistently, they get a big chunk, and then all of a sudden, they're tempted to wait until there's that right time, exact time to put right. it in the market. That's what you're talking about. So, uh, yeah. what What is the answer yes. that you should give? Yes. And so, always, always, always... It's near impossible to perfectly time the market. Can you get lucky? Sure. But putting money in is really hard to know when the exact downturn is, right. when that will come, and whether worth waiting for that is valuable or not. For instance, we had a 10-year bull market just recently before yep. we, we broke before it. COVID. Before COVID. If someone was waiting in 2010, said, oh, we just had a big downturn, the market's coming back up. It's pretty strong. It's growing, you know, ten percent plus a year. Waiting on a dip. I'm going to wait for the next downturn. <laughs> you were waiting, a waiting, long time. and waiting, and then by the time you actually get that downturn, even the drop is still higher than when you would have just started at the beginning. Right. So that's why timing is really a hard, hard thing to do. In fact, I know you have quotes. You love quotes from oh, people. I love quotes. That there's quite a few smart investors who have said a similar thing. Yeah. So here's some smart investors. Warren Buffett being one of them. Mm-hmm. The Oracle of Omaha himself. He once said. I've never met a man who could forecast the market. And if there was a guy who could forecast the market, you'd think it might be someone like yep. Warren Buffett, who's yep. been investing for 80 years. Yep. Nope, it's not him. Ben Bernanke, the former Fed chair, said, don't try and time the market. Yep. And a famous investor, Peter Lynch, he also mm-hmm. said, far more money has been lost by investors preparing for corrections or trying to anticipate corrections than has been lost in the corrections themselves. Yes, and that comes back to what I was talking about. Is sometimes exactly. you hurt yourself by trying to be too smart with what you're doing with your money. So this is where the thinking of time in the market as opposed to timing the market, that is, that's where that, you know, the time in the market is more important than timing yes. the market because time in the market is not a, a way of capturing the long-term return of equities. It is actually the only practicable way. You have to stay in the market to win in the market. That's a uh, that's a simple wealth, inevitable wealth, Nick Murrayism yeah. that we're talking about there. So, Talk about some numbers here. Yes. So, Josh, suppose you retire. Yep. 62. Yep. Pretty common rate, mm-hmm. retirement age. How likely is it that you are going to live a long time after that? Statistically, you're looking at the average life expectancy for a couple is into the 90s. And so, you know, you're 62, you're looking at 92, roughly, that's 30 years. And so, if you have a lump sum, again, going back to like those pension options, sometimes right at retirement, a chunk of money shows up and you have a choice of what to do with it. You sell a business, those type of things. Well, you got 30 years for that money that needs to last. So what, what do you do? What's the best choice? Hey, well, Wait for that correction all, to get it in just right. Or, my or, last or chance. What, what would happen if you took option A that you mentioned just earlier and it. just sit on it? Oh, that's not good. Well, especially in today's world. Yeah. So we're sitting at 7.9% inflation, which is not going to be here forever. And it's very abnormal. But inflation is, is the thinking yeah. right here. So if you sit on cash and do nothing your money is going to lose an average of 3% in purchasing power per year, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not a great option, right. for one. And what has been the most well-known and well-proven way of keeping up or outpacing inflation? Stocks. Stocks, Stocks have historically been the asset class that consistently beats inflation. Absolutely. Yep. But they are also not without risk. 
Mm-hmm. But to get the reward of higher returns, you have to tolerate yep. the risk. And not to mention a cool part about stocks is that as opposed to fixed income, fixed income is what? It's fixed. Yeah. Stocks have growing income as portions yep. of, you know, with dividend payments that grow over time as part of the appeal to that. So stocks are really the only answer. And we've done episodes and discussions mm-hmm. on why it's really the only option to grow over time. Now, yep. Bonds and stuff have different for purposes in your portfolio mm-hmm. for certain people, but stocks for growth is the way to do that. Let's talk about timing. We talked yes. about it a little bit. Yep. What about bad timing? Yeah. So the the idea here is this is where all this comes from is you have a big chunk of money. You worked really hard your, your whole career. And now this chunk makes up a big portion of probably the success of your retirement. And so you get drawn into this. Well, what if I put it in the market drops and all this harder money, a portion of it goes away. And that's a possibility. It is. If somebody, for instance, would have retired at the end of 2021 and then sold their business and yeah. put money in in January, well, they're down, what, 12% yep. on the SP, something like that yep. right now? So they lost 12% of that lump sum they just put oh, in, yeah. and they're probably not happy. But did they lose it? Did they lose it is the question. That is that's the what question. we're going to talk about. Because another example would be, suppose you were like the worst yes. luck timer of yep. the world. You retire uh, mid-February, you get a lump sum check, and you get it invested on February 19th of 2020. Yes. Which is a couple years ago now, right before COVID. Peak before COVID. Peak before COVID. You invested at the top. Oh, no. All of a sudden, you're down 33% in a month or so. And that $1 million you supposedly put into your account now is down to $666,000. Oh, man. That's that's tough to stomach. You lost a third of your money. Yep. But... Is it really that bad? Because think about this. If you did nothing, you stayed invested. You didn't make a bad choice and sold when things are down. If you stayed invested, you were made whole again by late summer. Yep. Now, that is a really short example of Mm -hmm. some of these bear markets. Yep. Corrections in bear markets occur. Corrections about once a year. Bear markets once every three, four, five, depending on the time frame you're looking at years. That's 10 or 20% downturns. But remember, there has never been a 20-year period where right. you've lost money in the stock market. And actually, especially lately, those time periods have been much shorter. Yeah, I think 17 is the actual, at least the last one I saw. Yep. Yep. So can you have a bad timing into the market? Yeah. Does that affect your long-term results? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, it does. Does it affect it enough where the risk-reward isn't there and you should wait for a drawdown? No, it does not. In fact, your long-term average is even if you time it, the worst part is you still get satisfactory results. You still get kind of on the lower end of the average, but you still get, you know, somewhere in that seven, eight percent long-term results in the SP 500. That's, that's good results. That's pretty good. It's beating inflation coming back to what we're talking about. Historically speaking, stocks are up three out of every four years. Yes. That means one out of every four years is going to be down anyway. That's just the nature of the stock market. So keep that in mind when you start looking at that lump sum. So, Josh, the question is, yes. is there a best time to do a lump sum of money? Yes. Actually, there is. What? Wednesday. Okay. Tell me more. Lump day. Lump day. I like it. So, I like it. That's a joke. Wednesdays don't really matter. But the real question is, yes. what do you do with that lump sum? Yes. So, just straight historical numbers-wise, what we just talked about is the sooner you get the money in, the longer you give it to give the potential of growth. Yep. That's idea. Now, we say this to clients a lot. You're probably listening to this. It's always the yeah, but, right? If you have any kids, sometimes that's like their answer to <laughs> yeah, but. Well, there, there's, so 
okay, I just have a hard time doing that. The what if, right? The, well, what if this time is the 0809 where it's 54% down? Right. Well, we still know, historically, you give enough time, you're still going to average a good return. and then gone up further. Yes, you're still averaging a great return if you were the worst timer in that time period. But you needed another 20 years, you know, 15 years to get back and have a satisfactory average return over 7%. Now, if you're just worried about that, this is my one shot, my last big chunk of money, sold my business, whatever it is. I just, I'm a hard time. I'm worried about that. I just, historically, I've had bad timing. I'm the worst, I'm the unluckiest person, whatever. Dollar cost average. Yeah. Right. We talked about that at the beginning. That was your other choice. Is there a best time putting money? Yeah. Do it right now. If you just have a hard time doing that, then set a plan and stick to it. Yep. Just say, okay, I know maybe this will smooth things out. Maybe you're going to be right. Because if you dollar cost average down, you're in a great spot. That right. is awesome. So if you are that person in January and every week from January through now, you're putting a little bit of money in, that's You've awesome. You just, averaged, yeah, sure. you just averaged in a really good investment. Now, But it goes the other way too. You have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's going up, you're just smoothing out that time period. Mm-hmm. So it's not ideal, but it's still not going to ruin your long-term success. Right. You got to stick to it because... The worst thing to do is say, I'm going to average in. Then the market drops the exact same thing you want. Then you freak out and say, well, I'm going to wait for it to get worse. And then you just yeah. messed everything up. Absolutely. So yeah, lump sums, great. Put it in. Forget about it. Just let the market do its thing. If you're hesitant about it, saying, I'm not sure. I'm worried about what's going on, the news. Then set a plan. Say, I'm going to set an automatic to do this every month yep. or every week or however often you want it to go. And I'm going to stick to it. That's your second best choice. Yep. The third choice, leaving in cash, just don't. don't do Unless you need cash. Yeah. Unless it's like you know five thousand dollars, and you're like, I'm going to be spending five thousand dollars in a month. Right. Just hold it. Then at that point, it's not a lump sum to invest. It's just extra cash you got. So suppose this sounds pretty daunting for yes. our listeners, and they they may think they're going to come into a lump sum. What is a practical thing that they can do to yeah. get the process rolling? Yeah, you know, depending on how you get that, there's a lot of tax consequences, estate stuff. You know, talking with advisor is huge. And that's big because you like for instance, I mentioned selling your business. You sell your business and you get a big chunk of money. Well, maybe that's not all your money. Maybe the government gets a portion of that. Yep. And if you invest it all and the market goes down, which we just talked about, it's a possibility. Long term you're fine. But if you also then need to sell something to give the IRS their money, then you're really not happy about that decision. So talk to an advisor about what your choices are and what the best investments are for that what your goals are, how long, how aggressive they should be, you know, where you're trying to go with this money. If you're hesitant, then set up a plan with your advisor. They'll help you stick to a dollar cost averaging schedule. They can help you automate it, make sure it's getting done correctly. But high level, you know, if especially if you're worried about it, that's what the advisor is there for. They can work you through, talk you through options, and maybe help you see things you didn't think about. So that is... The 50,000-foot view of lump sums. Obviously, there is a lot more nuances by situation. And again, talk to your advisor about those individual circumstances because they can be very different. But in general, yes, you you should be investing this money if you don't need it right away. And there are multiple ways to do that. So yeah, good thinking, Josh, on that. And as always, for our listeners, check out our free gift to you. It's a brief list of eight principles of timeless investing. These are overarching investment themes meant to keep you on track to meet your long-term goals. It's free on our website. We don't necessarily talk about lump sums, but it's part of a lot of people's overall financial plans. So hopefully some of those principles will help you there. Josh, how can people help us grow this podcast? Yep. Make sure you subscribe. That way every Thursday you get our newest episode. Uh, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's always great. And then 
If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, or have a story about lump sum investing you want us to know about, shoot us an email at hello at theinvesteddads.com. And as always, if you know somebody who's dealing with this, share this episode. Hopefully, it'll help them a little bit. All right. Well, until next Thursday, have a great week. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Invested Dads podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, leave us a review. Click subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Josh Robb and Austin Wilson work for Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.